0: It's the Jay Doherty Podcast, episode number, uh, 34. This one was recorded on Sunday, August 12th, 2018. It's the Jay Doherty Podcast, episode number 34, Sunday, August 12th, 2018. It's about one twenty-four pm on a Sunday afternoon. No, normally, I don't, uh, broadcast or record on Sundays. By the way, we're broadcasting this live. That's why I say the time. Broadcasting it on YouTube. And, uh, and the website, j-story.com. You can watch it live, j-story.com slash live. Uh, it's- the, the schedule's kind of sporadic, but, uh, we do broadcast frequently, uh, All, almost all of the podcast episodes, especially when we're doing live coverage. We just did some live coverage of uh, Mike Pence's Space Force announcement that uh, received heavy jokes online, especially with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, well, maybe we'll talk about that. It wasn't really planned, but it seems like a decent idea. Where The main topics of, the, of today's episode... Um, Rudy Giuliani, he, he says that there's no conversation between Trump and Comey on former United States federal employee Michael Flynn. Uh, that's kind of interesting. We'll also be talking, and that was in an interview this morning with Jake Tapper. That's one of the reasons why uh, I'm broadcasting today and uh, recording today. We'll also be talking about the uh, white nationalists, which is, of course a fancy name for neo-Nazis. They are uh, holding another march just one year after Charlottesville. And we had full coverage of that all the way back last year on JDRC Politics, another podcast that I co host with my friend Ryan Clark. We'll be talking about that so much more, episode 34 of the J. Doherty Podcast. Giuliani went on an interview with Jake Tapper on his Sunday show, State of the Union. Very interesting interview, I thought. Uh, We'll talk about it, we'll play the clip. Uh, Here's a clip actually from it, where Giuliani completely denies the the occurrence of Trump and him having a meeting, uh, Trump and Comey, I'm sorry, having a meeting, uh, saying... That Flynn didn't come up at all, that's what he said. And he also said that Trump is willing to consider obstruction questions, but then warns against perjury traps. He even said that on a previous... Uh, interview that was actually held, I believe, two days ago on the Sean Hannity show on uh, August 10th. But well, anyway, uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Well, but here's uh, Jake Tapper, Rudy Giuliani on State of the Union this morning at about 9 a.m. Uh, Jake Tapper was in uh, excuse yeah Jake Tapper was in um, Washington D.C. and Rudy Giuliani was in New York. It was at 9:04 uh, a.m. Eastern time this morning. Here they are, these two guys. I want to be clear exactly what happened in that conversation with Comey about Michael Flynn.
1: What exactly did President Trump say? There was no conversation about Michael Flynn. Uh, The president didn't find out that Comey believed there was until about, I think it was February when it supposedly took place. Memo came out in May. And in between, uh, Comey testified under oath that in no way had he been obstructed at any time. And then all of a sudden in May, he says he felt obstructed. He felt pressured by that comment. Uh, you should go easy on on Flint so uh, we we maintain the president didn't say that but if we do that under oath we end up in a sort of Martha Stewart situation but Mr. Mayor you said you told ABC News last month that the president told Comey quote can you give him a break now you're saying that they never had never I never told ABC that that's crazy I've never said that what I said was that is what Comey is saying Trump said I have always said the president denies it. Look, it'd be easier for me if the president did say that. Jay and I could defend that. The statement, go easy on him, is hardly an obstruction. Obstruction v- involves a threat. Obstruction involves uh, uh, false testimony. Obstruction involves an offer of money. Uh, it has to be corrupt. Just saying, exercise your prosecutorial discretion to give uh, a general a break. I had
0: that happen all the time to me when I was a prosecutor. So. He's kind of bringing his uh, uh lawyership <laughs> uh into this argument. But he's very uh pro Trump, of course. That's I mean, he's his lawyer. He's but I, I actually think Giuliani did a fairly good job on this uh even though I may not necessarily agree with his uh you know, current political stance. He he does bring up more sane arguments uh as opposed to a lot of uh, a lot of the people on Trump's team. Uh, But let's just continue to listen to this interview. we got about, uh, I don't know, 45 seconds left. So you're saying that President Trump and James Comey never discussed
1: Michael Flynn? That that is what he will testify to if he's asked that question. I I just want to play uh, for you, because earlier in the interview I was talking about a comment you made to ABC News a month ago uh, about uh, what exactly President Trump said. To Comey, you're now saying that the president tells you that he said nothing. I've been saying that from the beginning. Okay, but I, mean, what, I just want—I'm talking about—I'm talking about Comey's rendition. I just want to play the that? sound so people understand wh- why sure. I asked, why I asked the question. Sure. I, uh, okay. How is he a good witness for the president if if, if he's saying that the president was George Stephanopoulos
0: here, him uh, ABC this week
1: to let the Michael investigation go? He didn't direct him to do that. What he said to him was, "Can you can you give Comey right. says he
0: that was on so July you know? 8th, by the way." give a break. You said that. I mean, I, I, yeah, I said
1: it, but I also said before that I'm talking about their version of it. Look, lawyers argue in the alternative. I know it's complicated, but my goodness, we've been over it long enough that, I mean, why would I say something that, that isn't true? I mean, the, the, the president didn't say to him, go easy on Flynn or anything about Flynn.
0: I don't know. Why would you say anything that isn't true? That's kind of the uh, slogan of Trump's whole uh, existence. <laughs> No offense to Trump, actually, offense heavily intended towards Trump. Um, yeah, so that so that was that thing. It was kind of interesting. We'll see what happens. I mean, really, this thing wasn't. Th- this interview didn't make any huge changes. It was really just kind of Giuliani's perspective as a lawyer. Uh, actually, funny story. One time I was uh, in Florida walking down the street and I ran into Giuliani. Uh, said a quick hello. <laughs> uh, but th- yeah, I mean. I don't know. I, I think it's really just a, it's another perspective uh added in to this whole uh, debacle. Moving on though, uh we had live coverage or I had live live coverage of it uh the other day. Trump uh had, had just announced a space force. Uh Mike but he did put Mike Pence out there to uh <laughs> as you make the announcement. Uh and we had live cover or I had live coverage of that. I don't know why I keep saying we. I had live coverage of that uh the other day uh with uh yeah yeah. So I I live coverage of of you know Pence talking about this. Um and it was really interesting. He Pence did a really good job, and actually Trump, I believe, tweeted, and, and I'm going to play a clip here from Jimmy Kimmel in a second, because I thought it was very funny, he kind of made a parody of it uh, with uh, stormtroopers from Star Wars, um, <clears throat> it was very broad tweet, almost, oh yeah, so, three days ago, uh, I got uh, 38,000 retweets, Trump just tweeted out, Space Force all the way, those five words with an exclamation point at the end of it. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. It was just a very broad tweet Uh, after Mike Pence announced this, and he called it the Space Force. He was really, really just super proud of all this. He was filled with pride. Jimmy Kimmel made fun of it. I actually thought that it was really interesting. He actually said, he he played the clip, uh, just before, uh, um, you know, before he made fun of it, just so people had kind of a reference point. Um, And and it was really interesting, and it was actually kind of fun to watch it live and cover it live uh, the other day when I was broadcasting this live. But just to give you some context, here is what uh, he followed to make fun of, and I'll just cut right to the clip after where he talks about it and makes fun of it.
1: Now the time has come to write the next great chapter in the history of our armed forces to prepare for the next battlefield where America's best and bravest will be called to deter and defeat okay. a new generation of threats to our people, to our nation. The time has come to establish the United States Space Force.
0: So, so he just kind of makes fun of that. It and it's kind of funny, I mean, the way he said it, but I don't know. That was real, actually. The, <laughs> the Space Force is
2: actually happening. <laughs> They've got plans, they're finding money, Michael Bay is on board to direct the whole thing. <laughs> This announcement was a big bone to throw Mike Pence. Mike Pence loves space. Sometimes mother even lets him wear rocket ship pajamas. That's how much he loves <laughs> I watched this whole announcement this morning, and I was impressed by the fact that Mike Pence
0: was somehow able to make an announcement about interspace warfare boring. That's hard to do. <laughs> but I actually one... thought he did a good job. Today, he, he almost seemed like a today, president. other
1: nations are seeking to disrupt our space-based systems and challenge American supremacy in space as never before. Our adversaries have transformed space into a warfighting domain already, and the United States will not shrink from this challenge.
0: And as a joke, they put uh, stormtroopers right next to him. I I mean, that's clever, I guess. They did a terrible job masking his arms out because there's a little bit of technical glitches, but I don't think they had the time uh, to do that. And he continues to make jokes. I mean, that's pretty much the whole the whole summary of of what happened there. I actually thought it was kind of clever. Um, and I think really what set him off was that first statement of of uh, Pence calling it the space force and sounding just so proud of his accomplishments. Uh, and then Trump retweeting it. Of course, Trump was on a nine day vacation. Uh, in Bedminster. Uh, his private residence there, of course, talked about that in the previous episode. So Trump wasn't able to make it, but he, I mean, uh, he, of course, he's not fully on vacation. He did have, uh, the, the urge and the power to tweet out five words. A uh, very broad statement there. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess that's it. Uh, there's nothing really much more to talk about. Um, but I do want to talk really quickly about, uh, the white supremacist, uh, th- th- thing, the the march they're bracing for another white nationalist protest gonna be met with a lot of uh, just kind of I don't know just a lot of fight fighting back uh, backfire of course um, for a lot of things it's been covered a lot there's um, it's not even mostly towards just pro white They're talking about Jewish people, they're talking about just all different types of minorities, Um, but in the beginning, this whole march was just about, uh, the organizers at least said, that it was to protest the removal removal of uh, the Robert E. Lee statue. Um, even though they were very, uh, aggressive, saying, uh, just, you know, pro-white things. Um, Vice actually captured video of the protesters and counter-protesters gathered around the whole statue. And, uh, all the counter-protesters were just screaming, you know, no KKK. Um, you know, we act against white supremacy, those types of signs. Uh, no fascist USA. But on the other hand, you had people screaming white lives matter, white lives matters. And, um... You know, the Unite the Right rally, which is a group, they gathered again on the day after the first protest, and they were talking about uh, all this, and very, very, um, uh, just very vocal about their opinions, of course, uh, saying white lives matter, matter, and, um, People are just really stirred up about this whole issue, and Trump, Trump, of course, during a press conference the other, last, I think it was December, maybe it was at Trump Tower, whenever he was having those huge, uh, those, uh, just kind of sequence of press conferences in his own building, uh, he, he said a lot of things. He said, this week it's Robert E. Lee, uh, and then he said, this week it's Robert E. Lee, I noticed that Stonewall Jackson's coming down. I wonder, is it George Washington next week,
1: and is it Thomas Jefferson the week after? You know, you all, you really do have to ask yourself, where does it
0: stop? But you had a lot of people... He really does, he takes the other side on this. He takes the White Lives Matter side aside on, on that issue, I guess. Um, you know, he takes big pride in his country, and I think, th- actually, I, I know I've talked about the, in, this in the past, there's actually an event... Uh, it's called, I think, Ask Thomas Jefferson, and it's, an, it's a historian, really popular, really smart historian who takes questions. He dresses up as Thomas Jefferson and talks about this. I was actually listening to a segment about this, um, and it's actually based in Chicago, but he was saying that he knows... Looking back on it as if you were alive today, and even as he was then, he knew that him and his colleagues like George Washington, like, you know, John Adams and all of the Founding Fathers, they were not perfect. So it's not necessarily right to look up to them in such a, a I don't know, um... Kind of like a mentor, even though they were incredible people that founded this amazing country, they were not perfect, and they had—they were a lot of them were pro-slavery. They were uh, against women's rights. so They were—you know—they weren't—they weren't all for equality, uh, but they did found the country, which is a pretty big thing. Um, but here, let's just continue what Trump was saying. I, I just thought that that was kind of an important point to point out.
1: you had a lot of people in that group that were there to innocently protest. And very legally
0: protest, because, you know, I don't know if you know, they had a permit. The other group didn't have a permit. And, again, while that may be true, he is taking, uh, sides, um... And the counter-protests, they did not have a permit for the Emancipation Park, but they did have two permits, I believe, for two other parks. And then there was violence er- that erupted between the two groups. I don't know exactly. I mean, it was it was definitely on both sides. Uh, we'll continue to see. Hopefully it doesn't get violent. It, you know, peaceful protest, nothing's wrong with that. If you want to talk about stuff, then talk about it, but don't fight about it. It's really not worth it, and it kind of just makes you, makes you look stupid. But, uh, yeah, um, that's pretty much it. Oh, oh my gosh, I didn't even mention this in the beginning, but I have to mention it now, we have to talk about one Mr. Alex Jones. Alex Jones, have you ever heard of him? Uh, On JDRC yesterday, we recorded it, I co-hosted that podcast with my friend Ryan Clark, I actually put together a montage of some of the funniest, best moments of one Mr. Alex Jones and made a montage about it. I'm going to play the clip for you from the JDRC Politics Podcast. This was just, in my words... Perfection. Uh, Alex Jones, we put some sad music. We gave our condolences to the Jones family. This was yesterday. Uh, if you want to listen to it on the actual podcast, it'll be jdrcpolitics.com. It's also on iTunes. I'll have the link in the show notes of the podcast. Uh, it said it's about seven minutes uh, in the podcast where we give. Our condolences to the Jones family. And if you don't know, Alex Jones was basically wiped off of YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Twitter, a bunch of other huge social networks that drive most of his uh, company's income. He was just completely wiped off because he violated their terms of use regarding hate speech, and and just basically they thought he was a little bit too nuts to be on their platform. Uh, but we made we made a um, We gave our condolences to him, and he didn't, of course, he didn't actually die, but, you know, in people's eyes, he basically did. He failed everyone. Uh, Here's Alex Jones in the compilation that we made. Deepest condolences to the Jones family. What do
2: I do, Lord? Destroy the child. Corrupt them all. This is their plan, people. These are demons. Just like the Bible says... It's basically an intergalactic invasion into this space through people. I'm telling you, it's what all the the ancients said, said, it's what they warned of, it's what we're dealing with. They're demons. They're freaking interdimensional invaders, okay? I'll just say it, make fun of me all you want on CNN or wherever, but everyone already innately knows this. These people are not freaking humans, okay? Hillary Clinton is a demon. 42,000 pairs of 6X for the illegal aliens from. South of Mexico that bus up on a train every day. To understand folks, you could wear this. I could wear this as a onesie, okay? I could wear this as a leotard. I mean, I mean (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god, we're being invaded by South American walruses. (laughs) The government is shipping in 42,000 people Bigger than up the job of the <laughs> This country is so screwed up, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but it's reaching a proportion. If you're ready, i listen. You can't see them. What is Hitler? What is Stalin? What is Mao? What is all this stuff? What is Venezuela? I came knocking on your door a million times and you laughed at me. You've been in love with something else your whole life. And this is a love affair. And so I'm not going to get in bed with you because you don't love the spirit of justice. You love your father, the devil.
0: The guy's crazy. You love death
2: more than life. So you go with your father forever. And that's hell. (laughs) Separation from God. You really should be a voice actor. For Donald Trump, because Donald Trump is putting himself under the full media and, and psychic and cultural attack of the enemy. And it's real, it's not a put on. This is 100% real. The energy level is just rising to an absolute cacophony, a crescendo, a finale, a coup de grace.
0: We boosted that. A hundred dummerong battle. Oh, it's a
2: twilight of the gods, all right. These would be gods of the New World Order. They're no gods at all. Akhnaruk. Never defeat
0: God! You'll never win! Never! Very never, ever! Very, very never. passionate, man. Uh, the, the thing goes on for a while. We talk about it uh, and analyze his existence as a human being, but I thought it was really interesting, and, and, I mean, you can think what you want to think about the guy. He was kind of insane, and um, was his remov- was his removal fair? I don't know. Um, did he violate their terms of service? Yeah, I, I would think so. He was the one who denied Sandy Hook. He was the, the one that said that 9 11 was an inside job. Very popular. Well, one of them is a very popular conspiracy theory. The other one kind of just seemed like it was, uh, very, uh, just, just to raise conflict. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll continue to follow him and see what happens, how he can make his comeback uh, in the world. Um,. You know, I mean, he has the Infowars app, he still has his website, but I don't know if the viewers will stay true to him. Maybe they'll uh, turn to Folsen like Nelk. It's kind of an inside joke. Anyway, it's the Jade Worry Podcast, episode number 34. I hope you enjoyed it. This is a uh, song by Ixen. It's called A While, and it's featuring Carl Storm, again from VNCM. When did it come out? It came out, uh two days ago, or no, one day ago, I'm sorry, August 11th, 2018, 1.46pm, Jade Dirty Podcast.